0: Is that great, you thank you. Even better. <laughs> I just proved your damn point. good mm-hmm. yep all right uh welcome to another episode of clubhouse convos um joined by newman and evan as usual and a special guest today brendan burke uh, sports broadcaster for MSG networks the new york islanders and mbc sports uh brendan thanks for joining us today
1: thanks for having me on looking forward to it
0: absolutely
2: um jump right into questions guys definitely sure. newman you want to go first yeah, so I'll start it out general. So when when did you first know that you wanted to be a sports broadcaster?
1: Well, oh, when I was nine years old, actually. So, um, you know, my father's a sports writer, and so I grew up kind of around the media side of sports. And so from a pretty early age, I was exposed to it. Um, and when I was nine years old, I was fortunate enough to actually sit between the two Yankee radio broadcasters. Uh, at the time, John Sterling and Michael K were both still uh, doing their own roles. But yeah, um, once I realized they got paid to do that, um, I've never wanted to do anything else. So um, I, I started at nine and and I geared my whole life towards going to college and becoming a broadcaster and making it on the other side. So it's been uh, it's been a long journey, but it's been uh, it's been pretty fulfilling.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Ed, do you want to go next?
3: Yeah, sure. I'll go. All right. So let's see. Does any Stanley Cup playoff game that you've called, whether it be for MSG or MBCSN stand out in particular.
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think that that overtime games kind of stand out usually, just in the playoffs because of the nature of them and the sudden death, and and obviously with with recency bias. Uh, the only uh, overtime, I got to call it a couple of overtime winners um, for the Islanders, which is always special. Um, but the the one that sticks out to me. Is, uh, is game one of round one of 2019 when the Islanders beat the Penguins in overtime. Josh Bailey scored an overtime winner. Um, and it was that season for the Islanders where everybody picked them to finish dead last. Um, and Barry Trotz had just come in and John Tavares had just left and they, they surprised everybody. They surpassed everybody's expectations and they got whole ice advantage in the first round of the playoffs. And people still didn't think that they were any good and still thought that they were going to just bow out to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, And to get that first win on home ice at the Coliseum, uh, packed building, full of emotion. Um, You know, that one, uh, regular season, -season, postseason, no matter the network, that one's always going to stay with me, I think.
3: Mm. I remember that series. I was waiting for Pittsburgh to win one game in that series. It was like game one, game two, went back to Pittsburgh. That was a good series. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Brendan,
0: as a broadcaster who's done baseball, hockey, and lacrosse, do you have a preference or a favorite?
1: Yeah, I mean, ho- hockey's my hockey's my jam now. I mean, so I, I grew up thinking I was going to be a baseball broadcaster. Like I said, that's, that's kind of what my exposure was and what my dad was covering. And so um, I thought I would be a baseball broadcaster. And I've always played hockey, though. Um, I grew up playing hockey. I was born in Wisconsin, so I went up playing hockey at the time I was four years old. My whole life through high school through college uh, played club hockey at Ithaca College so hockey's been a part of my life really as long as I can remember um, but I never really thought it would be on the broadcasting side I thought that would be baseball and then once I started doing hockey and realizing that my knowledge for the game of hockey and my passion for broadcasting um, kind of all came together uh, to, to make this this nice little package um, it really kind of took me with it. So I, I did baseball and, and hockey together, alternating seasons right out of school. I was working in, in Batavia, New York, in the New York Penn League uh, during the summer. And then I would go to Wheeling, West Virginia and do hockey um, during the fall and the winter. And then I would come back to baseball in the spring. Um, so I did that for, for five seasons or six seasons, back and forth, three years of baseball, three years of hockey together. Um, and, and people would ask, which one are you going to pick? And I said, I'm, I'm kind of like, the sport pick me, whatever whatever team, whatever league, whatever sport elevates me to get me closer to, the, to where I wanted to be, which was, you know, the top of the professional level, that's kind of where I was going to go. And it only took me, I guess, two hockey seasons to get promoted to the American Hockey League, which is the, the top level below the NHL. Um, and that's kind of what made the decision for me. And I've been a hockey guy ever since.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I read your Wikipedia and I thought that was interesting that you did a bunch of different sports. So, yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, and the lacrosse thing kind of came up recently. I've, I've done the premier lacrosse league for NBC, and that kind of came out of just my relationship with NBC and, and being able to do lacrosse, and that's a sport that I hadn't done a lot of um, and I didn't know a whole lot about, um, but certainly a sport that I've, I've kind of fallen in love with and I really enjoy calling.
2: Yeah, awesome. Uh, Newman, you want to go again? Yeah, so sticking more with hockey, I mean, this year with the, the new playoff format, there's the door is kind of open for some some crazy Stanley Cup matchups. So what matchup would you be most interested in seeing this year?
1: The uh, Islanders Maple Leafs? That would be a fun one, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> th- no, I mean, it, it, it is. It creates all these different things. I, I think it would be – I think that would be fun. Um, you know, I think that an original six matchup that you wouldn't normally see, like a Boston-Montreal would be really fun. Um, just because of those those storylines, of you'll never see two teams in the East or two teams in the West there again, um, you know. But I, I think that uh, you know it's it's going to be a different playoff series. I think there's going to be a lot of good teams that think they should go a lot farther. But whether it's you know you've got the the gauntlet of Islanders, uh, Capitals, and Penguins, and Boston Bruins, one of those you know two of those four teams are, are losing in the first round, um, and then you got you know the Central, which you know, with Florida. Playing as well as they are in Carolina, playing as well as they are, um, they're making it interesting for Tampa Bay. Um, I really like the Colorado Avalanche. I like Vegas, so I, I think that um, we're going to have some re- really, really good hockey and really good matchups well before we get to the Stanley Cup final, and that's what I'm excited for. Yeah,
3: me too. Yeah, that's I'll just be really preface. Uh, definitely, I'll just preface real quick. So, Colin and I were huge Bruins fans, um, and we've grown up like with Connor too. But he's a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Not quite sure. <laughs> how that happened but uh (laughs) but no it's been tough playing the islanders this year uh i've I've gone to collins for a lot of the games and uh watching islanders just clap us is pretty hard i mean we're 0-5 we don't have one win against them so been pretty tough um my next question is so you call a lot of games with like a lot of like interesting people obviously like butch goring islanders legend uh Pierre McGuire. I know you were just calling the Devils Bruins game with NBCSN. You had him, and then recently you had Dominic Moore as well, in, in the, you know, like in the ice or whatever, um, in between the benches. So, like, how is it like the dynamic between the other people? Like, how is it like calling games like with those people? It's it's, it's interesting because
1: they're they're all coming from very different places, um, and so I view my job as. How can I bring out what they have to offer best? You know, for Dominic Moore, for instance, I think the best thing that he has to offer right now is that he just finished playing and that he has actual game experience against players that we're talking about on the ice where Butch Goring doesn't have that anymore. For instance, he hasn't played since 1986. So that's a very different thing with there with Butch. It's a guy who was a coach, a player, a four-time Stanley cup champion, a general manager at the minor league level, a coach in Europe. I mean, the guy has done everything that hockey has to offer. So how can I bring that experience out of him for Pierre? You know, Pierre has the one thing about Pierre is that, is everybody gets caught up in in the guy. he, He knows everybody's high school coach and everybody's junior coach. He really does like he's, he doesn't have some master book in front of him. It's all in his head. And the fun thing that I do with Pierre is that I, I tend to prepare over prepare for a broadcast and I have a lot of notes. And I have a lot of things that I don't remember, but I know where it is. And so he spits out draft facts and all these different things. And I, I fact check every single one of them. When he's rattling them off, I'm like, okay, all right, okay. And I looked out, he's right every time. It's amazing. So um, it, it, it's a lot of fun working with different people. They're very different broadcasts. Um, and, and we kind of let, let the game go or, or go where the game takes us, I should say, um, and, and see how we can get those different people, whether it's Butch, or Pierre or Dominic Moore, or I've worked with AJ Molesko a lot, both on on NBC and with the Islanders. Um, They all provide something different. And so it's my job to kind of get out of their way and make sure that they can do that.
0: Awesome. Um, My next question was more Islanders-based. How is the loss of Anders' league going to hurt that team? Do you still think they're Stanley Cup contenders? They've definitely played like it this far. But without him, I think he's a huge part as the captain and first-line player.
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely a huge part, and that, that's a big loss. Uh, not only on the ice, uh, he was leading the team in goals when he got hurt, but also just, uh, you know, his presence uh, in the locker room as the leader, as the captain, uh, as Barry Trotz calls him, the lead singer of the band. So, um, you know, it, it's a huge loss. I think that there is now pressure on Lou Lamoriello to make a move to try and help, you know, alleviate some of that hole that is created. Um, I do think they're still a Stanley Cup contender because of the way that they play. Uh, they've never been a one-line team. They need contributions from all four lines to be good. Um, and, and that's kind of where they've run into trouble, some nights, where they don't have everybody going and they don't win the hockey game. But uh, as we saw in the bubble last year, when they do have all four lines going, they're a very, very tough team to play against. So um, they need to figure out how they can get the top line going again, how they can get Matt Barzell and Jordan Everly. Producing the way they were when Anders Lee was on the wing, whether that is just an adjustment to who they're playing with internally uh, or whether that's going out and getting somebody that can make an impact on that left wing. Um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. So um, it, it's a huge loss. No, no two ways about it. I think that it went from the Islanders were going to make a splash of the trade deadline to try and add to an already strong team and kind of solidify maybe a third line winger spot. And now it becomes almost a necessity that they go out and get somebody to help kind of carry the the load that is left behind by Anders Lee.
3: Yeah, who would you yeah. like to see them go get? Like Taylor Hall on the left wing, Philip Forsberg. There's going to be a lot of good options. So who, anyone in particular you uh, think would fit in well with uh, New York?
1: Listen, I working for an organization run by Lou Lamarello, I have learned better than to guess about anything. Um, <laughs> so I will tell you that if you think it makes sense, it's probably not going to happen. It's going to be somebody yeah. that you're not thinking about, something that is completely different than what everybody thinks and something that you won't hear about until it's already over. So... Um, I guess the trade deadline is, what is it? Today's, uh, yeah, we're coming up on two weeks away from it. So it's coming up April 12th. So we're going to see something soon, I think.
3: Absolutely. Uh, I just have one more question. Um, Yeah. For sure. Um, So what East division team in your eyes is the biggest threat to the Islanders? Um, Is it Washington? Is it Pittsburgh? Is it Boston? Who do you think it is that could give the Islanders a run for their money? I think probably uh, – I'll answer with with
1: two things. I I, I think the Washington Capitals might be the best team in in the East Division and certainly have the most firepower. Um, Whether or not they have – they can get the consistent goaltending that they need or a couple of other things, can they stay healthy. Um, They're a scary team, top to bottom. Um, But at the same time, the Islanders are 2-6 and against Pittsburgh. So I'm not sure what the matchup situation is there and why it's so lopsided. Um, I think Washington's a much better team than the Pittsburgh Penguins, but for whatever reason, Pittsburgh has their numbers. So I don't think you want to play either of those first, those teams in the first, uh, the first round of the playoffs or the second round for that matter. You're going to have to play one or both of them. Um, but I I think the Washington Capitals are scary good. I mean, I think that they are, um, as deep as it gets. Yeah, they're an older team, but uh, you know, their older players are Ovechkin and Backstrom. And, and chara so um it's not exactly like the, the guys aren't contributing anymore and they're just kind of playing out their days these are big time contributors that um they just happen to be 36 37 43 years old sometimes um when you look down at the roster so um i don't know have had their hands full the capitals and and we'll see if they can they play them five times in april so I, I guess i'll answer your question a little bit better once that's over and see how they fare against the caps
3: yeah, do you think uh, that they would sweep the Bruins maybe, beat them in like five, six games? How many? Break my heart, Brendan. Listen, the, the problem with the Bruins right now is that aside from their top line, they don't scare anybody.
1: So, yeah, Marshawn, Bergeron, and Pasternak are unbelievable, but who else? You know, that, that second line, Krejci's, you know, got one goal, like, it, it's just, they need something more, and guys like DeBrusk are disappointing, Krejci's not having a great year, and um, you got a lot of young defense there up for Boston, so um, I, they're still a good team. But oh, sorry, dropped my phone. Uh, they're still a good team, but uh, you know the the thing is that they just they're they're not as deep as they used to be uh, up front or on the back end.
0: Yeah, we say that watching every night. It's like the the only five guys on the ice that truly make an impact are McAvoy, Grizzly, and that top line. It's the only time you see the Bruins really control the pace of play.
1: Yeah, but you, Charlie McAvoy is a heck of a hockey player. So you, yeah. you try to build the team and you want to have a good cornerstone defenseman for a long time, uh, that, that's a pretty good place to start. Long Island's own Charlie McAvoy. We'll point that out too.
3: <laughs> he was uh, a Ranger fan
1: though. So we're, not, we're not taking full credit for him. He was a Ranger <laughs> fan, but yeah, he grew up on Long
3: Island.
0: Do either of you guys have any more questions? I don't know how much more time you have, Brendan.
1: Uh, I, I just got the uh, the okay to go. I don't have COVID, in case anybody was wondering. So
3: I just finished <laughs> my test,
1: and uh, I, I've been cleared to enter the building. So um, there you go. We're ready to roll. Sweet. Awesome.
0: Well, uh, we appreciate you taking the time. Hey,
1: yeah. anytime, guys. Have a good show.
0: Thank, Thank
1: you. you. Thank Enjoy you.
2: Thank you for the game tonight.
1: Thanks.
0: All right. Uh, welcome back to the second half of episode eight. I'm um, joined by Newman, Evan, and another special guest, Jason Ward from Red Sox Dugout on Instagram. Jason, what's up, man?
4: How's it going? Thanks for having me.
0: Good, absolutely. It's a pleasure. Boys, how are we doing tonight?
3: Pretty good. I'm tired. It's snowing right now.
0: Yeah. It's so fucking weird, dude. Very. Uh, very weird weather um all right so we just have standings predictions you guys want to jump right in yeah let's do it um we'll just go in this order since this is what my zoom screen says newman evan and then jason and then i'll go uh so newman what's your al east look like
2: Uh, So my AL East, I got the Yankees taking the AL East, followed by Tampa, followed by the Blue Jays, followed by our Red Sox, and in last, of course, Baltimore. (laughs) Ev,
3: Yeah, so I actually got the Toronto Blue Jays number one in the AL East, Uh, Yankees number two, Red Sox number three, Tampa Bay four, Baltimore five. Jason?
4: Yeah, I mean, the AL East is interesting. I got the Yankees number one, um, but then I got the Red Sox at number two. Got to go with the Sox. Blue Jays number three, Rays four, Orioles five, and last. All
0: right. Uh, And I have Yankees one, Blue Jays two, Red Sox three, Rays four, Orioles five. Um, Is there any team in this division that kind of stands out to you as maybe a team that could go – I mean, I think Boston could be anywhere in between two and two and four. Tampa could be anywhere between two and four. Anybody have any thoughts?
3: Yeah. I guess I'll go. Um, looking at it right now, I don't know. I'm super high on Toronto. I mean, I've said it on the podcast before, and obviously, like, we're recording this after they already played today. And I mean, they look pretty good. I mean, Teoscar Hernandez with a, just a moonshot off Garrett Cole, really underrated player. He's got to be one of the most underrated players in the league. Yeah. Um, they made so many good additions, Marcus Simeon, George Springer, who's not even playing right now. So when they get him back from the injured list should be a huge boost Hinjin Ryu at the top of the rotation. I think up and down, they're just super good. Um, Charlie Montoyo, good manager. So I don't know. I think they've put together a really solid team and, Obviously, the young studs, Guerrero, and Bichette, and all of them. So, I mean, we'll have to see. Biggio also.
0: They Do could go far. you guys have anything to add to that? or?
4: I mean, yeah, I like the Blue Jays a lot. The only thing with them is, I mean, they lost Kirby Yates to Tommy John, so he's out for the season. So that impacts their bullpen. George Springer's hurt right now. Um, I just don't think – I like the Blue Jays a lot. I think they're probably going to hit around 90 wins. But I just don't – I like the Red Sox a lot, and I feel like they just might <laughs> have just enough to push over the Blue Jays just because the Blue Jays have some injuries right now and they're going to have injuries all season. Um, but they're a good team. They're exciting, and I think they're going to be good for a while too.
3: I mean, you have the Sox at two. Like, well, who do you think really steps up for Boston? i I'd just like to know. I'm yeah. just curious. I mean – they're going to
4: be carried by their offense for sure. Their offense, I think, is one of the best offenses in the league. I think J.D. Martinez is definitely going to step up this year and be the J.D. that he was in, like, 2018, especially now that they have video back and he can use video. Um, he's big on that. And then I think the rotation, I like Nick Pavetta. I think he can surprise some people there in the rotation. Um, we're going to get Eddie Aces back. We still got Nathan avaldi Garrett Richards could be good. I just – I think the Red Sox – Another thing with them too, is they have energy now that they have Cora back. I think Cora is the biggest um, factor for the Red Sox. I think they have a good energy, a good team dynamic, and that goes a long way, especially after a bad season like last year. Uh,
0: I will echo pretty much everything Jason just said. I'm high on the Red Sox too. I think they're going to be around 90 wins. I'm just more high on the Blue Jays. I think to Evan's point, um, I think the AL East is going to be the most competitive AL division for sure. Um, Tampa is kind of a wild card to me, but New York, probably a hundred win team. I'd say we'd mostly agree on that. Right. Yeah. Yes, Looks like it. Um, And then Toronto, Boston and Tampa, I could see all three teams winning 80 games or all three teams winning 90 games. I think they all have that kind of potential. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see move on to the central
3: and real quick um we'll go through the over-unders
0: oh yeah yeah sure yeah, go you know.
3: ahead. all right so toronto blue jays 86 and a half wins over or under i'm going over i see them at over 90 95 maybe uh i guess anybody i'll take wants the
2: to over man? i'll i'll take the over for sure i think i
3: gotta go over too next all up right. we got the yankees 95 and a half wins Colin, oh, you just said you think that they hit 100. I'm going to yeah. say under because I have Toronto first. I said Toronto a little bit around 95. I think the Yankees 90, 95 in there. So I'll go under.
2: I'll take, I'll take the over. I think they hit 100 this yeah. season.
4: Yeah, I think they'll hit 100 too, so i got to go over.
3: Boston, 80 and a half. I'm going to take the over. I see them at about 85 wins. I'll
0: I know it's low. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over. Over
3: oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's low. I think that's a good bet. Over 80 and a half.
3: Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay, 86 and a half. Um, this one could go either way. I'm going to go under. I have them in fourth place. Um, just a lot of losses. Kevin Cash is a great manager, but. I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, they won today one nothing, I believe. Austin Meadows hit a solo home run. That was their only it's, offense. That's the
0: most raised game ever. One I nothing. know.
3: <laughs> I know. Glass now six shutout innings. They got the pitching staff. I just don't know about the offense.
0: I'm going under 86 and a half. I don't... They didn't have the offense last year, and they somehow made it work. Hmm. I don't know. Brandon Lowe led that team in average, and he hit 269. You can't sustain that over 156 games. Yeah,
3: Not very true. Uh, last up, Baltimore. I mean, <laughs> 64 and a half. Do they lose 100 games, I guess is the question. I'll say yes, I think they suck.
2: Yeah, they're pretty trash.
0: Just in yeah, this division, they're... honestly, I'd say no if it was in the Central or the West. But I'll take I'm the I'm taking the over. over. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I yeah. I think Trey Mancini being back is going to help them a lot, and I think they have some underrated players. I think they'll get the over,
2: right. not by too much though. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
0: All right, moving on to the central. Uh, Newman, you want to start us off?
2: Yeah, I got the the White Sox in first place, followed behind the, by the Twins, and then I think there's going to be a drop off before we get the Indians at three, the Royals at four, and the Tigers
3: in last. Yep. Yeah, uh, I have it exactly how Connor does. I think there is a huge drop-off after Chicago and Minnesota. Um, we saw Cleveland today lose, and they had Shane Bieber on the mound. Um, and he only gave up three runs, struck out 12. So the fact that they're losing a game like that is concerning for Cleveland. So I have that drop-off. And then obviously Kansas City and Detroit, to roundup. Jason?
4: Yeah, I put the Royals uh, ahead of the Indians just because I like what the Royals have. They got Benny now. They have Jorge Soler. I think Hunter Dozier. They have a g- good team um, for a fourth, third-place team. So I'm going White Sox, number one, Twins, Royals, Indians, Tigers.
0: All right. Uh, I have the same as Newman and Evan, but I don't. you guys are all pretty low on the Indians. Um, I've said this before. They haven't. Uh, They haven't had a season where they haven't won 90 plus games with Francona. I think they like, I think Jose Ramirez is fantastic. I think he's going to have borderline MVP year. Um, Bieber is going to be in that Cy Young talk again. I like police I don't know. I don't think there's going to be as much as a drop-off as you guys have predicted for Cleveland, but I think it's definitely a two headed race. The white Sox and twins.
3: Yeah, the only thing about Chicago that concerns me is their selection for manager. Tony LaRusso, yeah. I, like I, I feel like he's past that prime, so it was a really weird hire. Love the roster, and I think if they went a little younger on the manager, I'd feel a little bit more confident.
0: In that. How weird is it going to be for Tony LaRusso trying to get along with Yohan Moncada They're like 50 years difference. Like, that's his grandpa. Yeah. yeah. It's just a weird dynamic. I can't. Or I Tim can't Anderson imagine with the bat like. flips. Right? Yeah. yeah. He's definitely gotta be no bat flips. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. I met Tony Larusa when I went to the Red Sox, like the, the that like last game of the year where like you got to like meet people. And me and my buddy Andrew, we saw him like running down like the like the ramp to like get out. And I don't know, I was like not gonna go up to him, but my buddy Andrew just runs over. And, like, I don't know, he seemed like a super, like, dope dude, but, like, I don't know. He was, like, just quiet. I don't know. We'll we'll see. He is old. (laughs) (laughs) He's past that run. All right, we'll go through the uh, over-unders. White Sox, 90-and-a-half. I'm going to take the over on this one. I think the White Sox won about 95 games this year. Uh, about you guys?
0: I'd take the over. I'd say they win 91.
2: Right over it. (laughs)
3: I got over yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I'll take the over.
3: All right, Minnesota Twins, uh blue lead today to Milwaukee. Uh eighty eight and a half. I'll take the over barely. I'll go about ninety two. I think I mean I think it's gonna be a race that comes down to the wire with the White Sox.
0: I'll take the over again by one. So he wins. <laughs> Such an 90. asshole. I don't dude, I do I don't think either of those teams are in the same tier as The other division leaders.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair. That's a fair estimate.
4: Jason, what do you got? Over, under? I got over. I still think the Twins are a good team. So, gotta take the over.
3: Uh, Indians, 81 and a half. This one, it's like, do they go under 500? Do they go over 500? I like to think they'll go under 500 this year. Uh, So, I'll take This is
0: an over one for me. You can't have two teams above 500 in a division. right? That can't happen frequently.
3: But I feel like they're just going to dominate all three of them. I mean, that's just my opinion. Jason, what do you think? Mm -hmm.
4: I'm taking the under for the Indians. I think once you trade Francisco Lindor, it kind of sends a message that you're not going to try that hard or you're not trying to compete every single game. And I just don't like their roster. I mean, aside from like Jose Ramirez um, and like Shane Bieber, I just don't really think there's that many great players on their team.
3: Understandable. Uh, Kansas City, 73 and a half. Ugh, this is a tough one. I'm going to take the over. I think they're about 75 to 80. I agree with Jason. I don't think they're that bad. They've done a lot of good things. Um, so I'll go the over.
2: Yeah, I'll take the over. I think they're better than a. 73-win team.
0: I'll take the for over sure as well.
4: Yeah, I'm taking over. I got him in like the low 80s for wins. I think they're going to surprise some people.
0: Do then... you guys think Benny, real quick, do you guys think Benny has a better regular season than a spring training? He finished hitting like 190, right? <laughs> he had a terrible spring.
3: Yeah. Let's Who's, better? Who's
0: better this year, Cordero or Benintendi?
4: Cordero. Double home runs.
3: Whatever yeah. Benintendi
4: hits, Cordero's going to have double.
0: I agree with that.
3: I don't know. I'm going to go Benintendi. Maybe I'm a little biased. Uh, that offense is exploding right now. I feel like he's going to get a lot of opportunities hitting top of the lineup. They will have a good year. Maybe not more home runs than Cordero, but he'll be playing more than Cordero. And... I mean, they, they're up 15-9 on Texas right now as we, as we do this podcast. So
0: I'd, I'd say Ben Benintendi returns to, like, 275, 20 homers, 25 doubles, 75-80 RBI. And I think that's exactly what Casey needs. I think he can be good there. I agree with you. I've, I'd say he has a better year. I do think Cordero has the potential to double his homers, though.
3: How often do you think Cordero plays?
0: I'd say somewhere around 100, 100 games to so 110 games. I can see it. Right? Between him and Hunter Dozier.
3: or who? Uh, I'm talking Cordero.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm saying Cordero oh. and Hunter Dozier. Or, no, sorry, Hunter Renfro. My God. Oh, yeah. Are probably splitting that outfield position. Mm,
3: for sure. Uh, and then last up, Detroit, 69 and a half. I'm going to go under. They won today, but I still think they're – just brutally bad.
2: Yeah, uh, under for me. Yeah, hammer, hammer the under.
4: Yeah, oh. under. They're horrible. <laughs> I do think Miggy's gonna have a good year though.
2: Yeah.
0: Homer today. Do yeah, you think AJ Hinch is good there? No.
3: Eventually? Eventually. I think that so. That
2: roster is just so bad.
3: I think AJ Hinch is a damn good manager. Um, he's been there, like doing it since he's young. I mean. Arizona, obviously, earlier on in his career, it's just like I don't know. I feel like he gets to players, and I think I get the whole Houston cheating thing. I still think he's a damn good manager. This is my opinion. I
0: agree. Uh, moving on to the West, Newman, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I think I think the West is a, a three-team race for me, but I have I have the Angels getting over the hump and winning the West, followed by the A's, and then Team Houston trash cans finishes in third. Fuck them. Uh, Followed by Seattle and then Texas at the bottom.
3: Um, I got, I mean, you guys might not like this, but I think Houston wins this division and I think Houston wins it by a good amount. I love the Astros this year. I hate to say it, but I still think that they got what it takes. Um, Still such a talented lineup. They were able to keep Brantley. I think he's a huge part of it. Uh, Bregman was bad last year. I think he'll be better. So I got Houston at one. I got the Athletics at two, Angels at three. The Angels are just such a weird team. I mean, Dylan is their opening day starter. I just think that's cause for concern. <laughs> Mariners at four, Rangers at five. I, I think Texas sucks, and I don't like their manager Woodward. I don't think he's great. <laughs> right. This is my opinion. This division's tough.
4: Um, I went with the A's in first. Then I got the Angels, Astros third. Rangers, I went with fourth and then Mariners fifth. I think the only reason I went with the Rangers ahead of the Mariners for fourth place is because they have Brock Holt. (laughs) That's (laughs)
0: true. I I have Oakland winning, Astros second, Angels third, Rangers fourth, Seattle fifth. I think both Seattle and Texas could easily finish last. I think I, I could name one player on each team kyle lewis and joey gallo yeah. outside of that i don't think i know anybody else
3: i mean you just gotta look this division will tell you all you need to know if you look at these opening day starters oakland chris bassett had a good year hey, last he year he had a great year name. last year he did but you look at the name and you say chris bassett i mean he's not a strikeout guy at all sean was is the quality
0: second though
3: yeah I, I mean that's true um is he healthy right now i feel like you never know with him. And know. then Seattle's got Marco Gonzalez, who's actually okay. But then Texas has, like, Kyle Gibson. I mean, these because are number it ones. wasn't Paxton. Yeah. I, I, Gonzalez is pretty good. I don't know. This might be opinion.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's not a good division. No.
3: I mean, I agree to your earlier point, Colin. I think the AL East is the most competitive division in the American League.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think easily. Easily the most competitive for sure. Um, run through the over unders real quick. Ev.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so the Houston Astros 87 and a half. I think the Astros win 95 plus games. Um, I'm gonna go over for Houston 87 and a half.
0: I'll take the under,
3: I'll take the under as well. I think, I think
0: they're done.
2: Yeah, I think they'll hover think around think, that mark. I don't think they'll hit it. <laughs>
4: I'm taking under, too.
3: Wow. Oakland, 86 and a half. I'll go over. I still think the athletics are pretty damn good. Matt Chapman. um, I still think it's a good team.
0: I'll go over as well. They're a 90-plus win team to me. Yeah.
3: Yeah, me
4: too. I'm taking over.
3: Angels, 83 and a half. Uh, This is tough. I think they'll be right around here. They seem to always be so mediocre. I'll go over barely. I'll go I'll pull a call. I'll say 84 wins for the Angels this year.
2: I'll echo that.
3: <laughs> I'll take I think
2: they might have a chance to win this division. I think they improved the rotation and then they brought in Iglesias to close. Plus, I mean, it's Mike Trout. It's Mike Trout. You never know what this team. I think they're the wild card of the West.
0: That's a fair assessment Newman. I wouldn't be surprised to see them have success. It's just like, I don't know. Joe Madden is he still – I don't know. There's a lot of question marks to that team. More questions than
2: answers, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure.
4: Yeah, I'm taking the over. Um, I just feel like eventually they got to make something happen with Mike Trout on their team. And I think Shohei Otani is going to be really good this year now that he's going to be pitching again. Um, and, I mean, Anthony Rendon is a great piece for that team. I think they could make some stuff happen.
0: I agree, Jason. The the talent's definitely there, but it's still like they're they're still paying guys like Justin Upton and Albert Pujols. Like, yeah, don't I don't think they'll ever be top tier until they can allocate that money elsewhere into talent that's really gonna produce.
3: For sure, Uh, Seattle seventy two and a half. This is tough. I'll go under. Um, I just don't love their rotation. I'll playing.
0: go under for this one and whatever the
3: Rangers are as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go under on the Rangers also. Yeah, I agree.
4: Yeah, me too. Under yeah. both.
3: Rangers, 67 and a half. Rangers yeah,
0: under, years. under. 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 Uh, all right, moving on to the NL. Uh, let's start with the NL East.
2: Uh, So, I have at the top, I have the Mets. Uh, I know the Braves are a a hot pick right now, but I I have them close behind in second, followed by the Nationals, Phillies, and the Marlins uh, finishing last.
3: I agree with Connor. Mets number one. Um, Atlanta two. I got the Phillies in three. Nationals four, Marlins five. I think this is a damn good division, though. So, I really had a hard time with it.
4: Yeah, this is a really good division. I went with the Braves number one. Um, I just feel like with Marcelo Zuna back, they have a great team. They're going to get Mike Soroka back. Um, and then the Mets are probably just going to find a way to lose first place because they're the Mets. Um, but I got them number two, and then I got Phillies three, Marlins four, and then Nationals five. I like the Marlins. I think they have some good players. Uh,
0: I like I like that, Jason. Uh, I went Atlanta one, Mets two. Phillies three, Nationals four, Marlins five. Uh, I agree, Evan. This is a damn good division. I think the Braves, I do like the Mets this year. I've been high on them for a while, especially on the podcast. Um, But, I I don't know, the Braves just, they've been there before. This core has been there before. They were went away from the World Series last year. Um, And, like Jason said, getting Soroka back is going to be huge, I think.
3: Yeah, he's a stud. For sure. Um, do we want to rip through some over unders?
0: Sure. As long All as right. nobody else wants to say anything.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, does anybody have any more thoughts? I, I do think the Marlins have a lot of good players though. I mean their rotation's do like do. underrated. Yeah, yeah. Very, very young. Very good. Yeah, I think they got Richards, Alcantara. Um,
0: Hurt, I, yep. I,
3: don't know. I think it's a solid yeah. team.
0: I think it this this might be I don't know. This one, the NL Central and the AL East, I think, are going to be the most competitive divisions. I don't think it's going to be yeah. very close in the other three.
3: Yeah, I, could, I agree with you. Um, all right, so yeah, we can talk about each team when we rip through the over-unders. Um, Mets, since I had them at one, I'll start with them. 90 and a half, I'll go over for the New York Mets. I think they won about 95 games. I think that's a pretty safe bet.
0: I'll take the over yeah. as well. I don't, yeah, just in between 91 and 95 for me.
2: Yeah, I'll take the over as long as their bullfin doesn't find ways to lose games as uh, they mm-hmm. usually do. I think they will.
3: They uh, need Edwin Diaz to be better for sure.
2: And Seth Lugo. Oh, yeah.
3: I'll <laughs> oh, never forget when you call him the Saiya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little lapse in judgment. Yeah. Um,
3: Wait, Jason, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah, I got over, too. Okay. Uh, Next up, we got Atlanta. They're 91 and a half. Um, I'll go over also. I think it's going to be a two-headed race down the stretch. I think it could go either way. Jason mentioned the Mets typically choke those things. Um, But, no, I think Atlanta is a damn good team. Great lineup. Um, Lots of underrated players. Dansby Swanson. I think he kind of gets overlooked. In that lineup, you get Freddie Freeman, you get Acuna. You forget about him. He had a damn good year Bobby's last year. back back. Yeah, and, and. Yeah,
0: I think, Evan, that's a great point about Swanson. He's drastically overrated. Uh, he's struggled for a while, but I think he's figured it out. I think he's – did I say overrated? I meant underrated.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I definitely said overrated. My bad. Newman, Jason, what do you guys think? Over, under?
2: Take the over. I think it's going to be close with the Mets for sure.
4: I got over for sure. I think they went 100.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think they're close to it as well.
3: Next up, we got the Philadelphia Phillies and Bryce Harper. Uh, 80 and a half. I'm going to go over. I've been really waiting for this team to do something. Um, I get that they're in a competitive division. This team's had expectations. They just haven't really lived up to them. Who is managing Philadelphia? Girardi, that's right. Yeah, I'll
0: take know. over. I like them this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him close to second place.
3: Connor,
2: yeah. you agree? Uh, yeah, I'll take the over. I think Aaron is extremely underrated. Uh, yeah, and they've got a talented lineup. Mm. Yeah, I got
4: over. I think Girardi is a great manager for him, and they got um JT back, which is going to be big for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they've been kind of slammed with injuries and underperforming players last two years.
3: Yeah, but I've just been waiting for this team. This team had so much expectation.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if this is the year.
3: Yeah, they got a lot of young good players, so I'd expect it. Um, next up, we got the Washington Nationals. 84 and a half is the number. I'm not really high on them. I know they got Soto and Turner and obviously Max Scherzer, but I'm going to go under. I think this team is starting to go on the decline and a very competitive division.
0: I agree. I'll take the under as well.
2: Yeah, I'll take the under only because the division is going to be really competitive, but I, I could see them outdoing that mark for sure.
4: Yeah, it's a tough division. I feel like they have some holes, so I'm going under too.
3: And then lastly, we got the Miami Marlins. Um, touch on them a little bit. 70.5 is the number. I think that's a little disrespectful. I'll go over for Miami. You just saw Don Mattingly win Coach of the Year, am I correct, when they went to the yeah. playoffs?
0: Yeah. yeah, I'll take the over as well. 70 is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll take the over. If they can get the bats going, they'll be a pretty good team in that division.
4: Taking over for sure.
2: All right, moving on to the Central. Yeah, Central, I have the Brewers taking it, followed by St. Louis, uh, the Cubs, and then the Reds in fourth, and the Shitty Pirates in dead last.
3: I got the St. Louis Cardinals um, at number one. I think they're going to be the best team in the National League outside of the Padres and Dodgers. Um, And then I got Milwaukee (laughs) at two. I know, I just listed like two teams. Uh, Milwaukee, two. There's only
0: five playoff (laughs) teams.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Chicago at three, Cincinnati at four, and Pittsburgh, the Lowly Pirates at five.
4: Yeah, I got the Cardinals in first. I think Arenado pushes them over the edge. Um, Brewers second, Cubs third, Reds, and then Pirates.
0: Yep, I am the same as Jason and Evan. Um, any specific team we want to talk about or just do over-under?
3: Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Cincinnati Reds because I feel like this is a team who's really overrated. Um, they have like a pretty high number, I guess, Like looking at the – in relation to the Brewers and Cardinals with these over-unders, such a high number. I get they have, like, a good lineup, but I think Suarez, this dude hits home runs, but he can't hit for average. I love, I do like Castellanos, but I just think they're missing, obviously, the rotation, putting a lot of weight on Luis Castillo to carry the rotation. And I know know Connor Gray.
0: Don't disrespect Sonny That's Gray.
3: That's true. That's true. I, I did kind of yeah. forget about Sonny Gray, but just ask Connor how Luis Castillo pitched today. Pretty oh, terrible. god, yeah, yeah. brutal to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think about the Reds? Like, do you agree that they're overrated? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I
0: was, I was... Or Newman yeah. can go.
2: No, you go ahead. It's
0: fine. All right. Um, I don't know. To me, they're like this team that last year had everybody was so high on the Reds. Is the Reds and the White Sox were the two teams that were finally supposed to break out of that shit slump and, and come back and be a force. And I think they just kind of fell on their face. I mean, they went scoreless in the playoff, right? They, or they scored yeah. one run in two games or oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The offense yeah. disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I think they just kind of really didn't live up to the hype. And then they lost pieces this off season. I agree, Evan. I, I think they're overrated. And I think they're going to be towards the bottom of the division. It's also a good division outside of Pittsburgh. I think the, the other four, I think St. Louis is better, but then Milwaukee, Chicago, Cincinnati, I would all be not surprised to see them all around like 85 wins.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just to echo that. I I was watching the, the game today. I have Flaherty and Castillo on my fantasy team. So I'm watching, I heard that the, The Reds last year had, like, almost 60% of their runs off the long ball, like, which is great you can hit home runs all day. But if you can't get hits and score that way, you're not going to win many games depending on the homer. So, I don't know. We'll see how they do this year.
3: Yeah. Jason, anything to say on the Reds? I mean, I just
4: agree. I think they had a lot of potential coming into last year. Um, I mean, losing Bauer – for sure hurts them a lot. Yeah. And I think that alone is enough to kind of make them not that great of a team. Cause I mean, outside of Sonny gray, they don't really, I mean, Luis Castillo, you don't really know what you're going to get from him. He could be good for sure, but they just don't, they have a lot of missing pieces.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I think we can rip through some over unders. Uh, first, we'll start with the St. Louis Cardinals 86 and a half. I think that's disrespectful. I'd say they won 95 to hundred games. I'll
0: go over. I'll say in an 87 to 92 range. I don't think they're going to be that good. Outside of Flaherty, who do they have? McCullough. Oh, Miles. Miles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then who else?
3: Goldschmidt and... Wainwright.
0: I know. It's just pitching wins games.
3: That's fair. Connor? Yeah.
2: I agree, Scully. i see them in, like, the 90-92 win range. But I mean, I'll take the over from what they say.
4: I'm going over. I feel like they might end up putting together a really good team. Um, I said it before. I think Nolan Arenado makes a huge difference. And, uh, like Evan said, they have Paul Goldschmidt. Jack Flaherty is going to be huge. And I just think that they can make some magic happen and put together a pretty good season.
3: Yeah, yeah. definitely um next up the milwaukee brewers 83 and a half i think that's also disrespectful i think this team is going to be one of the best i mean i'm you know i'm putting all these teams in like one of the best groups so i should probably stop doing that but brewers are top four in the nl i mean who has a better one-two punch woodruff and then burns i think that's just a really really good one-two punch um and they obviously have a sensational bullpen and Christian Yelich. Uh, so I think they'll win about ninety ninety-five games. It'll be close between them and the cards.
0: I took I'll take the over, but I don't have them in the playoffs.
3: Oh what? You don't have the Brewers in the playoffs.
0: Okay, Evan. I don't either. You have the Braves.
3: <laughs>
0: you have the Braves.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have the Mets.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You have the Cardinals. Mm-hmm the Dodgers,
3: Mm.
0: and the Padres. Do you think the Brewers are better than any of those five teams?
3: I could see the Brewers either doing better than the Cardinals or the Braves. I know I said the Cardinals but would get 95 to 100. I'm really high on them. I don't know. Atlanta, you never really know. know. What do you mean
0: you never really know? They've been in the heart of it the last three years.
3: I understand that. And, and I they're think,
0: getting their ace back.
3: I, I, I know. Maybe it's just me being down on – there's just too many damn good teams in the National League. I, I mean, agree. How many make the playoffs yeah. again? Five.
2: Five. Oh, Jesus.
3: Last year,
0: last year I would have said the Brewers were a lock to make it. This yeah. year the only team I could see it being over would be the Mets. And I don't think the Mets are going to be worse than the Brewers.
3: Well, listen, with Milwaukee, tell me a team that has a one-two punch like them and a sensational bullpen. That's my only thing with that.
0: Dodgers, Padres. Well, Braves. Well, yeah. Braves.
3: Okay, well, I think the Brewers Yankees. want much better than the Braves. I, okay, I don't know. White Sox. Maybe, you know what, maybe I should just shut up. Maybe I'm wrong. But we'll have to see. You never know what, what will happen.
0: Even I'd say Justin Verlander and Lance McCullers is better.
3: Okay, well, you're disrespecting Zach Ranky, the opening day starter.
0: Oh, Zach Ranky, thank you. Even better.
3: <laughs> I just proved a damn point. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I guess Connor, 83 and a half.
2: Oh, I'm taking it over. I, I love Burns and uh, Woodruff. And, I mean, Devin Williams broke out last year. His changeup was practically unhittable. Plus out my favorite since it. Yeah, screw you. You took them from me. Well, yeah, him and Josh Hader are incredible on the back end for them, Mm -hmm. closing games. Jason?
4: Yeah, they have some great pitching, so I'm going to take the over. But I'm looking at the roster right now, and, like, aside from Christian Yelich, I don't love their offense. I feel like there's not really anyone else that really excites me in their offense.
3: Travis Shaw doesn't excite you, former uh, Red Sox. Played well today. He got fucking
0: designated (laughs) for assignment last year, dude. (laughs)
3: Dude, dude, they added Colton Wong. is pretty damn good. Okay, I'm just looking at the rest of this team.
0: Locaine, I'm down on Locaine's offense. We all know Jackie Bradley can barely hit his weight.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah he didn't even start today, Bradley. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Let's see who's next. We got the Chicago Cubs. 78 and a half team. David Ross is the manager there now. Um, did they lose today? I think they lost today. I don't know. To Pittsburgh. I'm going to go. Yeah, they lost. I'm going to go oh, under God. for the Cubs. Um, I mean, if Kyle Hendricks is getting lit up, then they're fucked.
0: I'd say the under because of today. I got him at 79 wins.
3: Well, that would be the over, sir. Yeah.
0: Isn't it 79 and a half, you just said?
3: No, 78
0: and a half. Oh, fuck. Give me the over. 79 wins, baby.
2: (laughs) No, I'll take the under. I don't know. I don't think they're that good.
4: I mean, I think I'm going to have to go under. Yeah, I'm going under.
0: Can we just talk about the Cubs for a minute? They're so fucking confusing. Like, on one hand, you have jock petterson anthony rizzo chris bryant and javi baez and then like i couldn't name another player or Contreras as well but outside of those guys it's like you have so much star power but they don't even have like a mediocre supporting cast would you guys agree
3: Um, I guess I can go. Well, I don't think Javi Baez is as good as everybody thinks. I think he has the name, but you saw last year he was miserable last year. Had him on my fantasy team in my $100 buy-in league, and (laughs) it was pain. I think I dropped him, honestly. He's
0: a flash player. That's why everybody likes him so much.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, But they got some good depth guys. I mean, David Bodie is a guy that I really like a lot. Um, I know they they have kind of like a crowded – um, situation I didn't think he played a ton of games last year but I like him a lot um, I just don't know about Rizzo Bryant like these guys just don't hit for average um, it, it's home run or bust I feel like and uh, Javi obviously he's becoming a home run or bust guy just in my opinion but I don't know I think Javi Baez is pretty trash
0: <laughs> I, to <laughs> me it's more on the pitching side than anything but Newman or uh, Jason of anything to add on no, the I
2: agree with you guys. A lot of a lot of name value, not a lot of not a lot of talent on that team.
4: And they've been talking about training Chris Bryant too, which could still happen. So
0: for for fucking what seems like years.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more highlight there, Evan.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you kind of disrespected Anthony Rizzo calling him a home runner bust player.
4: Um. I don't know. A little offensive
0: to me. He's a career 271 hitter. Not saying 271 blows my socks off, but. No,
3: I know. Um, Let's see. What did he do last year? I mean, he hit 222.
0: He had a bad year last year. Gets on base, career 372. I mean, that's respectable.
3: Yeah, I mean.
0: I'd say Chris Bryant is probably a higher average hitter than you think. Yeah, 280. Hmm. Yeah, Again, you cut it down really year last him. year, 206 last year. And Javi Baez, he was so uh, 264 career hitter, uh, 203 last year. So it's just three guys that drastically underperformed for them last year. I think they're still a decent team.
3: But yeah, on if nobody has anything else to say, Javi Baez, 0 for 4 today.
0: All right, <laughs> you win. Obviously, thanks.
3: Um, Let's see. Next up, Cincinnati Reds, 81 and a half. I'm going under. Uh, This is a team that I'm just not excited about anymore. Like to Jason's point earlier, I was excited last year. A lot of potential. They get rid of their closer. They lose their number one. I don't know.
0: I agree. Under for me.
2: Yeah, under for me. They didn't improve in any way.
3: Under, yep. And lastly, I mean, the team with the lowest expected win total, the Pittsburgh Pirates, 58-and-a-half games. I don't know. They somehow won today. I'm not quite sure how the fuck that happened. I'm going to go under still. I just – I mean, I have no reason to say over for Pittsburgh.
0: I have to say 58, dude. That's, like, not a lot of wins. I think Hayes is really good, but I still say under.
2: Yeah, I'll take the under. Hey, Jack Ladder looks really good in Vanderbilt. Maybe <laughs> him.
4: <laughs> I think anything in the 50s is too high. I'm going under for sure.
0: Anything in yeah, the 50s? 40, Do you think 30. 40s?
4: Yeah. <laughs> I got him around like 45,
3: 46.
0: Holy shit. What's the record? Do they're you know? horrible.
3: Yeah, they're yeah, horrible. horrible. How the fuck they went today? It's just embarrassing.
2: I have no idea. Weird.
3: All right, that's it for that division. Calm.
2: Oh,
0: sorry. I'm trying to find the uh, the. Uh, shit! The record for lowest wins in the uh, year, but I can only find hundred and twenty game schedule. Um. So moving on, uh, the West, last division in the NL.
2: Yeah. Yeah, West. I got the Dodgers, the reigning champs, uh, winning the West, followed by the Padres. I think it's definitely a two-team race there. I'll give I'll give the Diamondbacks third place uh, with the Giants not far behind in fourth, and then the Rockies. I think are just going to finish in last this year.
3: I said it on the podcast. Um, was it last podcast? I said Manny Machado was my MVP. Surprised a lot of people. Um, The Padres are the best team in this division. Um, I think they have the better rotation, much to many disagreements. I think they have the better rotation. And I think they have the better lineup than the Dodgers, barely. I just like a lot of guys there. So I'll go Padres one, Dodgers two. I got the San Francisco Giants at three. uh, Colorado Rockies at four. And the Arizona Diamondbacks at five. I think they're just not that good.
0: Real quick, it's 150 games uh, – 156 games this year, correct?
3: Uh, I'm not sure. It's either that or, or 162. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think sure it's
4: 162.
0: 162.
3: Is it? Yeah, I
0: think okay. it's a full Well, the record I found was for 156 games, and it was 38 wins. So, let's say the last six games you add on are wins. Do the Pirates win more than 44 games, Jason?
4: Not by much, but yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, I think, Jason, your standings? I mean,
4: I, I love what you had to say, Evan. I would love if the Padres took number one from the Dodgers. I just don't think it's going to happen. The Dodgers have like a super team between Bueller and Bauer and Kershaw, Betts, Bellinger. The team is insane. So I got to go with the Dodgers first place. I think they'll be the best team in the whole MLB. But I don't have the Padres too far behind. I love the Padres. They're probably my favorite team other than the Red Sox this season. Um, so I got them in second, Giants third, Rockies fourth, and Diamondbacks fifth. All
0: right. Uh, I have the Dodgers in first as well. Um, Jason, I agree with you. It's just too much star power. Even though San Diego like arguably has that amount of star power, um, yeah. I just have to take the Dodgers. They've been there before. They know what it's like to win a division. They know what it's like to make deep playoff win, uh, runs, and now they finally know what it's like to win a World Series. Um, so I really like that team. Uh, and then I have Padres, too. Again, I don't think they're far behind, like Jason said. This This is like what the NBA could have been if Golden State and the Lakers were as good as they are or as good as they were at the same time. LeBron and AD against Steph, and KD. Can you guys imagine that? The West? Um, right. Anyways, fuck the NBA. Fit <laughs> League. Um, I have Giants third, Diamondbacks fourth, Rockies fifth.
3: Yeah. Um, I want to touch on the Padres real quick um, one more time.
0: Um, I know Evan's in love with the Padres. I
3: love the Padres, dude. I absolutely love the Padres. And you know who my sleeper MVP was this year?
0: Will Myers, we know. Will
3: Myers. I fucking love Will Myers. This dude might be one of the most underrated players in the fucking game. Um, hit a home run today. I am had two runs, one for three, whatever.
0: But That's this, it. MVP. That's it. Dude, dude, give it to him.
3: Stop the count. <laughs> um, but no, There's just so much excitement with – the Padres. I mean, the Dodgers have been there. The Dodgers lost today. Clayton Kershaw, two strikeouts over five and two thirds innings, gave up six runs, five earned. That's kind of concerning. I get there in Colorado, but tell me one person that the Rockies have outside of Trevor story, and then we'll get back. So that's Wait, just for the I
4: record, think. the Red Sox lost opening day in 2018.
2: Yeah, okay. fuck you, Evan.
0: Evan, it's listen, only game one. Listen, Over 162. I, but you
3: don't I, I think will
0: you... give you this. The Padres are the most exciting team in baseball.
3: Yeah. I think we could all agree on that. I'm just saying, is that cause for concern, Clayton Kershaw today?
0: No, he'll bounce no. back. What I'm more concerned think you... about if I'm the Dodgers is power with that yeah. one-eyed bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that drives me nuts.
2: I love it. It's great. No, oh, I don't even think Kershaw is the ace on that team. Like, I know opening day you gotta have your your fan favorite, but like, give Walker Viewer the ball. That guy was he's the three. I know it's <laughs> no give him the ball. Kershaw no, not the ace is on the that three.
0: team.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't give him the ball on opening day,
3: go out and give a dominating win.
0: No, yeah, I, agree, I agree, Newman. Yeah.
3: Uh, we can rip through some over-unders and then and we can then, get our baseball news if you want. We can talk uh, about
0: it. Well, I was going to say over-under and then our five playoff teams from each.
3: Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, so Padres, 94 uh, and a half. I'm going over. Padres win like 100 games. Got to be a 100-win team for me. Uh, Colin?
0: I'll take the over somewhere in between 95 and 100 for me.
2: Connor? Yeah, I'll take the over as well.
3: Over without a doubt. Here's an interesting one. The Dodgers, 102 and a half. I'm going to go the under. I think the Pudgers win the division with over 100 wins. I'll go Dodgers about 95 to 100. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to go under for the Dodgers. Uh, uh, It should be a really interesting race, though. I'm really
0: excited. Just to not be fucking boring, I'm going to take the over. I, I I could see it. I mean, that pitching is disgusting. I could
2: easily see it. I'll take the over. Connor. Yeah, I'll take the over. I'll take the over as well. I think Newman. What do you? They're gonna in a we got of some woman right in the now? background. <laughs> dude, dude, she just walked in and sat her down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them the yeah, fucking anyway. Fan. I think they're gonna. Dude, I know, right? I, I think they creep towards 110. I don't think they get there, but they're going to come close. They're, that team is insane.
0: Yeah.
4: I agree. I got over and I think they'll creep towards 110 too.
0: They're going to be uh, I mean, those two have to be, that's going to be the matchup to watch all year.
3: Yeah. 100%. I don't think either team like you know, flops either. I mean, obviously, the Dodgers won't fucking flop. They've been there for the last, like,
0: well, four years. They could potentially be playing each other in the first round of the playoffs. It could be the division leader as the second-best team in the NL, mm. and then whoever finishes in second in that division is in third place.
3: Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it
0: right. No, fuck. They'd be in fourth because they'd have to play in the wild card. But then that could still happen. The Dodgers could be one and make the Padres have to play in the wild card or vice versa. Yeah.
3: I mean, if they met in the playoffs, though, I mean, that would be
0: – But first round, try. first round, I'd say those are the best two teams in the NL and you'd knock one of them out in the first mm-hmm. round.
3: Yep, yeah.
0: Um, sure. So – while we're in the NL, do we want to run through our five playoff teams? Are you want, good let, me just, let me
3: just finish with the over-unders. I got the oh, Giants. Shit.
0: I'm sorry. Oh, okay,
3: good. No, we got distracted. I mean, we talked about the only two teams that matter. Giants, <laughs> yeah. 75 and a half. Um, I'm going to go.
0: I'll take the over.
3: I will, too. I think the Giants are kind of underrated. So, I'll go 75 to like 80.
0: 500 team for me this year. 81 and 81.
3: Oh. Yeah, I can
2: see them being a 500 team.
4: So I'm going to go under, but I have them at like 75 wins. So not by much.
3: Mm. All right, next up, Colorado Rockies. Yeah, Colorado Rockies, 63 and a half. Um, I think they suck. But yet I have them ahead of the Diamondbacks because I think the Diamondbacks suck more. So I'm going to go right around 65. I'll go over barely. I still think that they suck. But. I'll
0: take under, barely. I think Arizona's slightly better. And they don't have to play at Coors Field for half the year.
3: Yeah,
2: I'll take the under as well. I mean, besides story, they don't really don't have too many much talent on their roster. and I think just under. I agree.
3: I'm taking under. Uh, next up, well, lastly, Arizona Diamondbacks. I think they fucking suck. Give me the under. Um, this team has been competitive the last – few years um, with Torrey Lavelle, but um, I don't know. I just I, don't, I just don't see it in the cards for Arizona this year. Colin?
0: Oh, shit. I wasn't even listening. What was the number?
3: <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, 75 and a half. Oh,
0: I'm Arizona. taking the under easily. Sorry. I was looking at my fantasy team.
3: Yeah, all good.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was looking for a reason. Garrett Hampson is a good player on Colorado. I think he's going to have a good year this year.
2: I forgot about
0: Kind of does it all. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways,
0: of, I'll take the under on the Diamondbacks. Sorry.
3: Uh, oh, I, I kind of forgot that you hadn't said anything. You were just just talking. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: I'll, honestly, I'll take the over by one game, and I don't know why. I just no. you know what.
3: You're being like. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like a few of them. Way under. Way, way under. Okay. Yeah. See, Jason gets it. They suck.
2: I,
0: I think they're under by a good margin as well, but I think they're better than Colorado.
3: Yeah. And they scored six seven runs and lost today. I guess Mad Bum sucked. But, all right. So, yeah, you want to do five playoff teams, Colin? and we can yeah, do great. some MLB, uh, like the recent uh, news.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know uh, if Jason has to get out of here. We've been, almost been at this for an hour, but uh, I mean,
4: yeah, I'm good if you guys are.
0: Yeah, let's keep, keep rolling. Uh, okay, so I had Braves, Mets, Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres. I already said that when Evan tried to argue Milwaukee.
3: <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess I can go next. Um, well, I'm going to say New York Mets, St. Louis Cardinals, San Diego Padres. So that leaves two wild card teams. Dodgers are obviously one. And, I mean, now I'm between Atlanta, who I'm pretty sure I said about 90 to 95 wins. So somewhere in here I'm probably contradicting myself. But
0: You're absolutely contradicting yourself man. somewhere.
3: I'm going to take Milwaukee as the second wild card. I think the Braves miss, and this could be totally stupid.
0: Wait, didn't you have the Braves winning the division?
3: No, I had the Mets. Okay. But, okay, so either the Mets or the Braves will make it. If the Braves somehow win that, well, I mean, not somehow, but if they win that division, then <laughs> I'm being really disrespectful to, uh, to this team. But I'll say Atlanta misses. I, I think you
0: overestimating Brandon Woodruff, and I don't even know his first name. Burns. I mean, maybe I am. Maybe I when, am. <laughs> like Brandon Woodruff hasn't been good for like his first eight years in the league, right? I feel
3: like he's young. I mean, he he wasn't great today.
0: But... He's been around. I think I don't know. Do either of you two know?
2: I have no idea. I'm I
4: pretty feel sure he's in his 20s. 20s. Yeah. I want to
0: say he's 28.
2: Maybe.
4: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Evan, I don't even know the second guy's first name. I, I just – I don't think the Brewers are that good. But it's your opinion. <laughs> I just respectfully decline to agree with you. All right.
3: No, that's fair. Connor? Uh,
2: so I got I got Mets and Braves from the east and Dodgers Padres from the West. So I think it comes down to Brewers Cardinals of the Central, where it takes that division. I'm going Brewers just because I had them in my standings. I, I like their pitching. I think their their hitting is talented enough to squeak them by the Cardinals. It pains me to keep the Cardinals out of it, but wow. I guess that's the yeah, way it's gonna much. go. I don't see them I don't see them overtaking the Braves for the wild this card. Is,
3: this is what I mean. A good team's gonna fucking miss.
2: Yeah. It's going to suck.
3: Are we sure there's only five playoff teams?
2: Yeah, sure? I there's did read yeah.
0: prior. I had to make sure.
4: Jason. I just want to say first that I think the Braves are the third best team in the NL behind the Padres and Dodgers. Mm. Um so Very I got great. the Braves. I got the Braves, Cardinals, and Dodgers as their division winners. And then Padres is the first wild card, Mets is the second wild card.
3: So you have Milwaukee missing, correct? That's right.
0: Jason and I agree <laughs> on that. No Milwaukee. Get out of here, Brew Crew. I thought you guys were Red Sox fans.
3: I am a Red Sox fan. What, what the fuck's that, that changed? I'm just, you I'm feel just
0: saying. You have a lot of loyalties in Milwaukee tonight, Evan.
3: Listen, I'm going to stand by my <laughs> prediction. You know, remember, what, what was the bad pred- Mets prediction I had one year, calling?
0: Uh, That they would finish with fuck well it's 73 wins the year they won like 92 games
3: well, yeah they won, they yeah.
0: won more than 73 wins
3: yeah no i'm usually wrong with this shit so like colin you should just go on uh drafting sportsbook and just drop 100 bucks on uh the braves <laughs> making the <playoffs. laughs> um, uh yeah.
0: i'll drop 100 bucks on the brewers not making it before i do that
3: We'll see, my friend.
0: Uh, all right. Anyway, let's flip Stop over thinking. to the AL. Uh, I have the Yankees, the White Sox, and the Athletics all as division winners. And then Toronto, Minnesota are my wild card teams.
2: So,
0: uh, no Houston, White Sox. Houston, Boston. Oh, you did say Boston. And Angels. So I think one of you guys had the Angels in second. So, Angels missing for me as well.
3: Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, So, I have the Blue Jays winning the AL East. The White Sox winning the AL Central. The Astros winning the AL West. So, then those are the three division winners. Got to throw the Yankees in there. And then I'm really left to think between Boston, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and Oakland. I mean, I feel like they should expand the playoffs, but maybe that's just me. I agree. And I'm going to go – I could go Red Sox and be biased. I just don't know if I trust the pitching. I trust the hitting. Jason said it earlier. One of the best lineups in the game. But I'm a little concerned with the pitching. I don't know how it's going to play out. So I'm going to say the Red Sox miss barely, and I'm sad to say that. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Twins over the Red Sox.
0: As much you have so, Oakland missing, I
3: have
0: Oakland missing. That's exactly. what I
3: mean. Too many good teams.
0: Yeah, I I definitely think they should expand. If they went back to sixteen like they did last year, you get Oakland, Boston in for Uev, and then it comes down to a Tampa Bay or an LA Angels. I don't, it's just a it's better for baseball the more playoff games you have. I think. Right. The more chance to get a Mike Trout into the playoffs market that a Christian Yelich, guys that are in smaller markets in baseball, if you can get them on the national stage, even just for one game. I
2: agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, Newman, what are your division or I don't know, playoff predictions.
2: Yeah, I got so I got the Yankees in the East. I got the White Sox in the Central. I'm a big believer in the Angels this year in the West. I think if Otani gets uh, pitching the way everyone thought he was going to, I think they will squeak in in the West. I think the Twins get the wild card. And I'm I'm big on the Rays this year. I know shortened season last year, they got it done. But I think over 162 games, I think they'll be okay, which, I mean, I, I wish the Blue Jays would find a way in because I love their roster, but. I'm gonna go raise. I mean, so if A's miss and Blue Jays miss. I love both those teams, but I think that's just how it's gonna squeak out.
4: Yeah, I got Yankees, White Sox, A's at the top of their divisions, twins, number one wild card, and Red Sox number two wild card. Is Toronto
0: the out for you, Jason?
4: That's tough for me. I I feel like Toronto should be in the playoffs, but There's no way that the Twins aren't going to be in the playoffs. I feel like I still feel like they're a really good team. And then I still – I mean, I think the Red Sox are going to be really surprising, and I just can't see the Blue Jays beating them out for second – well, I can definitely see the Blue Jays beating them out for second place. I don't think it's going to happen, though.
0: Mm -hmm. To me – tell me if you guys agree with this. To me, Boston, Minnesota, and Houston – those were the three teams that I went back and forth on that second wild card spot. I feel like all three of those teams are kind of on the same tier. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think?
3: Well, I love the Astros this year, and I feel like a douchebag just saying that, but I don't know. There's just something about that team. I mean, Dusty Baker's done pretty well with them, um, and obviously, I expect better years from Correa and from Bregman and. Like I said, retaining Brantley is huge. Um, Kyle Tucker is an up-and-coming star in this game. So, But I do agree. I would put the Red Sox in the same category as the Twins this year. Maybe that's just me being biased. But no, um, I, think, cool. I think we all feel that way, though. And I feel like we all think that offense is going to really make up for the pitching. Although I know Jason thinks the pitching is going to be good. I mean, I mean
0: sail, sail back at some point.
3: Yeah, don't forget about Sale. That's true.
0: And I think Odovino is going to be sneaky good. I think he was a huge ad.
4: I think Darwins and Hernandez is going to be a huge part of the bullpen, too. I don't yeah.
3: even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a picture with him, and I, like, didn't really know who he was at the time. But, yeah. No, I, I, do, I do agree. Uh, I think the Sox have a good bullpen. They definitely needed to add somebody. I know they lost Workman, but Odovino is that guy. I mean, he can be dominant. Last year was a struggle, but... Um, I think coming here, he'll start the season as the closer with Matt Barnes recovering from COVID. So
0: No, it was a false positive. He's active.
3: Oh, oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I thought
0: he had – False positive. Oh, yeah. um, as long as the Red Sox are just putting out players that I recognize their names. I mean, I couldn't watch games last year with guys I couldn't recognize, like guys you've never heard of. As a Red Sox fan, it just felt weird last year. I, don't, I think you guys agree with me.
4: Yeah,
0: it was I mean, just got, like, like Jeffrey ooh.
4: Springs, Matt Hall out there pumping eighty-five mile per hour sinkers.
0: Yeah, like who the <laughs> fuck is playing in Fenway Park right now?
3: Yeah, no. Uh, when I think of last year, was last year the year where? opening night they had Baltimore and Fenway and they just destroyed them yeah and you thought it was going to be a, a different a different year yeah then they fell off a cliff all downhill from there <laughs> hitting the peak rather rather fast
4: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think about that just about wraps it up
3: and real uh, quick and- I just want to get Jason's uh, World Series because I know we've talked about ours we all kind oh, of yeah okay. Jason, who's your World Series uh, mashup, and who's your winner?
4: I don't love any team from the AL that much, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to go with White Sox-Padres for the World Series with the Padres winning it.
0: I have White Sox-Dodgers, so we half agree.
3: And Connor, I think we both
2: have Dodgers-Yankees, right? Yeah. I'd love to see the White Sox in the final,
3: (laughs) yeah. I would
0: hate it, too. Believe me, fuck the Yankees. But... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah? I mean, I don't think we should discount the other three teams in the NL, whoever they are, from beating the Dodgers and the Padres. I get that there's so much star power there, but 162 games is a long time. A lot can change. I don't know. I wouldn't discount – any of the four teams that we've talked about making the playoffs outside of those two.
4: That's a good point. I also like the Braves. I think they have a good shot at the world series.
0: Me too. I think, <laughs> you, I think you guys are underestimating them, especially Evan. Yeah. I mean, yep. not,
3: not, not even to have them in is, uh, I don't know. I'm I'll probably regret that. <laughs> I'll probably regret that.
0: I mean, Ian Anderson has got to be in the rookie of the year favorite, if not the favorite. I think he and Soroka both have the potential to sneak into a Cy Young talk. Snedeker is a great manager. And like we talked about earlier, that lineup is just stacked from one to nine. I don't don't forget they I have really Charlie do.
4: Morton now, too. Oh, oh thank fuck. you.
0: Another guy that can sneak right into a Cy Young conversation.
3: And Max Freed is pretty damn good. Yep. We'll I mean, see.
0: Evan, I think you're delusional.
3: <laughs> Oh, thank you, my friend. I appreciate absolutely. That. Yeah. Um, real quick, I guess, before we end this, um, reactions to Lindor? Oh, yeah. 10 for
0: 341. I know yesterday when we were texting about it, you two felt as though it was an overpay. I look at him the same way I look at Bryce Harper. A guy that around the league, is super highly talked about but when it comes to the actual impact on the team and what he's going to bring your franchise I don't think either of them offers 330 or 340 million dollars worth of production I think Harper is super overrated I don't think Lindor's as overrated um, but yeah I I think most of these guys are overpaid anyways this one's just a little bit more than
3: normal yeah, I mean, I'll just give my quick thoughts and we can go to Connor and Jason. But I don't know. All right, you know, been an all star in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Coming into 2020, you know, you think all star. Um, only hit eight home runs. I get a shortened season, hit 258, um, 27 RBIs. I just wasn't really impressed last season with Francisco Lindor. And I think that's why when I saw the number that he got, I was really surprised. Um, I do think he, you know, back in, you know, when they were in the world series and stuff like that, like this guy was high energy. I still think he is high energy, but I don't know. I just don't see him as in the category with Bryce Harper, Colin. You, You think he is, I happen to disagree. I think Harper is above Lindor and to give him 341 million, I get it. You know? He wanted a lot of money. You had to keep him, but I don't
0: know. It's I mean, just... this is a guy that's 49th in the entire MLB and active wins above replacement. He's a difference maker.
3: Oh, I mean, I agree with you. I just, the numbers. I think he's,
0: I guess I would almost rescind my earlier comment. I think he's better than Bryce Harper. I think he's more worth it than Bryce Harper.
3: Connor, Jason.
2: No, I, I agree with you, Schooler. I think he's way more valuable to the Mets than Rice Harper is to the Phillies. I mean, good for him for getting paid. I mean, I know he wanted, like, what, 370, I think, I heard. But I'm glad they ended on a number. I think he's a real – I think he can be a real difference maker for the Mets down the stretch, especially into the playoffs uh, if they get there. So, uh, it's good for him.
4: I mean, first of all, I didn't know that you could actually like pay your star player and keep them. I thought you had to trade them to the Dodgers. But <laughs> with Lindor, <laughs> I think he's a great player. But in terms of like shortstops in the majors, I would put Story ahead of him, Bogarts ahead of him, Tatis ahead of him. I, Corey I think Seager. he is a little bit overpaid. Corey Seager, even yeah, I think he is a little bit overpaid. But I think at the same time, the Mets had to do that deal. And the way that the MLB has been trending, I feel like that kind of money makes sense for a player like him. Um, And like you guys mentioned, he has personality too and like flair, which isn't represented in stats, but I do think that's huge for a team. So I think he's a little bit overpaid, but it's a fair deal, and I think the Mets did a good job.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but a guy who's only played 162 games, He's only 26 years old uh, and right now what I'm looking at is baseball reference. He's already halfway to having Hall of Fame type numbers in terms of shortstops that are in the Hall of Fame right now. Um, Like I said, with the career 28 war, if he were to play for, uh, let's say, 10 more years at this level, that puts him right around 60 war. Average Hall of Fame shortstop, 67 war. So like, he's not that far behind in terms of pace. I think in Cleveland, he was kind of almost undervalued in such a small baseball market. Um, and I think for what he's going to bring the Mets, he's going to be worth that money eventually. If they can win one World Series, he's worth it, I think.
3: I think I'd agree with you there. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, when, you have, when you have a guy like DeGrom and you get the chance to go get Lindor for not a lot, just pay them. Like gotta do they're it. close. They're yeah. close.
3: They definitely had to do it. I totally agree. Um, yeah. yeah. Like you guys have been saying great energy. I'll never forget. Uh, I don't know. If, I think it was against the Yankees. Uh, obviously Matt Baskersian on the call. And you just remember that grand slam that he hit just towering fly ball. Like this dude, yeah. this dude is such good energy and um, you know, they had to do it. And I think it, I, you know, Steve Cohen, he wants to be aggressive as hell, which I love. Yeah. And great. You know, bring a winning team back, like, the 2015s, like, with Murphy and, and all these guys, like, DeGrom is still there, even, like, get yeah. a deep playoff run.
0: Syndergaard was there, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had I, home I, run
3: in the playoffs against the dogs.
0: Like I said, don't discount the uh, the other NL contenders. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um. Wrap for it sure. up,
3: yeah.
0: All right, uh, any closing remarks before we get out of here, Jason? Thanks again for coming on, really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun,
4: yeah. Thanks for having me, it was fun for sure. You yeah, should do it
0: again, definitely. We'll bring you back Absolutely. at least for mid season when we re- uh, revisit these,
3: yeah. When we look back at the horrible prediction I made, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it should be fun. You know, we're all in the same fantasy baseball league, so it should be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah.
3: Excited.
0: All right, boys. Uh, Catch you next time. Go Braves. Go Braves.